Alright you guys, so the latest chapter of One Piece chapter 1038 has recently come out and there is a lot to talk about and this has been a chapter I waited forever for this day for and I will have to say I cannot contain my excitement for this chapter as there is a lot that has happened and again, I cannot contain my excitement so Please excuse me if I start to freak out or if I start fangirling over a particular character. But with that said, then, let's get started. Hello guys, this is Jay from the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything from anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this, in this episode, we'll be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece titled Kid in Law vs. Big Mom, the chapter I've been waiting for. And for those of you who have read the chapter, Sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. For those of you who have not read the chapter, I suggest you wait until it's been officially released tomorrow on the 31st of January. But for everyone else, let us continue on. So we're starting off the chapter, we begin with the cover page, which shows Niji and Yonji being held captive in Chocolate Town in Kakao Island, where they are captured in by the Big Mom Pirates and imprisoned by Charlotte Mondor's book book group abilities and put on display. So, for those of you who are unaware, this is basically a cover story arc of Jerma 66, ah, an emotionless exertion, which is basically a side story on the title of what's going on behind the scenes along with the current main story. Where, basically for those of you who aren't aware of some of the cover stories, this one focuses more on uh, Sanji's siblings. Where, so far, it sh in the beginning we first see Judge, Reiju, and I Ichiji looking over the balcony with Judge signed to himself, while Niji and Yonji have been captured by the Big Mom Pirates and are imprisoned in a book by Charlotte Mondor's ability back on Kakao Island for the Sindri Sinisindri to look at. And I'm curious to see what's going to happen with those two, if they're going to escape or if they're just going to be stuck prisoners by Charlotte Mondor's book book fruit abilities. But with that said and done, let's get started with the chapter. We first get started on the third floor up. On the third floor, when Raizu and Fukuro Huju have, have both been caught on fire. Before, and even though it's burning more than the latter, Fukuro Kujo, Kuju demands Raizu to release him or to release him or they will both die. However, even though with the big demanding to both for them to be released or the cost of their lives, Raizu still stands his ground. On the second we then pan over to the second floor where a samurai where a samurai is trying to flee from the burning castle. As part of the ceiling comes down, Jinbei protects them. As they escape, he wonders how the fire is spreading so quickly. We then pan to the live floor where chopper side effects have finally wore off and he returns to normal. Thanks much to the help for Tristan and my Miyagi's relief. However, Chopper expressed more concern over Zoro since the super medicine was given 
to him earlier would make him feel mo even more pain when they wore off. How it, and as he said this, he begs for Zoro not to die. And, and unfortunately, Zoro wakes up, noticing what, what appears to be a Grim Reaper re preparing to slay him. And he, he himself can't move at, can't move from the sight of this. And I'm beginning to question who is this she, this Grim Reaper? Because when they're close, like Gan said it, it kind of almost looks like Brooke. But I'm really out of doubt that it can't be Brooke, or it could be a power of like a Shinigami Devil Fruit. If there is actually a real Shinigami Devil Fruit that would exist, that Oda is just trolling, is either trolling us with. Or just showing like a little bit of a snippet that there's new, new mythical Zoan out there, then I'm for it. And however, with even with the Grim Reaper appearing to cut down Zoro, Frankie makes his way to where Zoro is located. Um, we then pan to the first floor attic where Izao has defeated the Beast Pirates, sustained, but at the cost he sustained injuries from defeating them. His attention is now turned to the presence of the CP Zero agents, who admitted while they don't, they can't technically ignore a former member of the White Bear's White Bear Pirates. Their priorities are are mainly towards the Straw Hats, and deciding to leave him alone. However, Esau refuses to hold, stand his ground and letting and refuses to let him out of his sight. In the basement. In the basement, we we pan over to Yamato, where she's finally reached to that level. But at there, she so has Kanjiro's Kanzembo. She uses Namuji Ayoga to freeze the explosives with ice, with the Kanzembo's starting to melt. She then uses Mahobora to hurt to hurt. To hurt him, manifesting a hand and slanders Yamato with fire. Then we get to the moment that I have been waiting for for so long, and I will admit, even though it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a short kind of a sequence, I will admit, at least it's building up to what we've been waiting for for such a while now. We pan to the live floor. Where Eustace Kid and Trafalgar Law are on the floor, defeated by Big Mom. The crews are pleading with, or the crews plead with her to show mercy. Uh, however, Big Mom laughs of the patheticness of their begging and uses Tenmon Tenji to defeat the two crews. She then writes. She then on the back of Hera rides back up to the roof to help Kaido finish off Luffy, deciding they were to fight they were still fighting for so long. However, before she even goes to help out Kaido, Law once again uses Chrome Chrome Anesthesia, extending his sword, piercing Big Mom through her arm and head. Then using Shockwave Shockwave again Electrocuting her, making her bleed again. All the metal homies try to attack Law in retribution, but are pulled towards Kid, man who manages to get back up again. 
he forms a giant bowl with metal and ram with the metal and with metal and rams into Big Mom with Punk Cornadio slamming her into the wall. I have to say, this was another move of kids that I was okay. Just seeing kid pulling off another move like that. It's like, okay, kid, what else are you hiding here that I have no idea that you've been doing in those two years during the time when the Straw Hats have been training? What else have you been doing there, baby boy? But with that, but anyways, I'm getting out of myself. I'm going back into thinking about Kidoki. While saying, after he slams her into the wall, he says to her that that Kaido has is he believes Kaido is reaching his limit, comparing him and her to a mountain that's getting worn down by rain. Another meaning in other words, both emperors have have been taking a lot of damage from these fights. And from there, both Kid and Law proclaim that no matter what no matter what happens, even if they die, she will not reach the rooftop. And that is the end of the chapter. Oh my Nehru, this chapter was insane. Seeing everybody going at at the Beast Pirates, bringing every single one of them down. Not to mention the Shinigami appearing before Zoro about to end his life. That was insane. But I think one of the best part ever was when Kid and Law proclaimed that they would not let her reach the rooftop. Basically, I'm having a strong feeling that the fight between against Kaido is Luffy's and they do not want anyone to interfere in that battle because I have a strong feeling that they have put their faith in Luffy that he is the one to take on Kaido and to defeat Kaido. That is something huge and honestly I cannot wait to see what's going to happen in, in chapter 1039. It's going to be huge and I cannot wait to see how Kid and Law are going to defeat Big Mom because this is going to be huge. Not to mention, once they defeat Big Mom, it's going to boost up their bounties by a huge number. Because honestly, right now, Law's at 500 million berries while Kid is at 475 million berries. And it and when, if things are correct, if they're able to beat Big Mom, their bounties would shoot up to a staggering in the billions. They would be very, very well known around the world, not just the new world. And with that said, what do you guys think of this chapter? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Do you think that there should be a little bit more to how this could be panned out with the battle between Big Mom versus Kid and Law. I honestly think this was basically revving up to what's going to happen between the two members of the worst generation against Ayako. This is going to be amazing. And also, the best news ever, there is going to be no break in between the next release of the chapter. So, 
buckle up because it's going to be awesome. But for everyone listening, thank you so much for stopping by to listen to a new episode of The Nerd Fix. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on Wednesday for a brand new episode. Later!